When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Do you like what you're hearing right now? Then be sure to check out VOC Nation. Whether it's on VOCNation.com or your favorite podcast provider, VOC Nation offers the greatest in live and on-demand content, great interviews, and incredible insight from those who have lived the business. Seven days a week, VOCNation.com. And don't forget to check us out on Twitter at VOCNation. What's up? This is the phenomenal one, AJ Salzen. You're in the room with Brady Hicks. It's in the room on the VOC Nation Wrestling Network, VOCNation.com, and your favorite podcast platforms. Brady Hicks here. Uh, I'm very excited to talk with all of you. I think we're going to have a fun show. Got uh, got an update on Maestro. I'll provide that shortly. Uh, we're also mourning the death of uh, one of wrestling's legends in the Iron Sheik, and I'm sure... Uh, We'll take your calls as well. 914-338-1885. As I said, uh, my name is Brady Hicks. Uh, with me as always, uh, well, not always, because last week Kathy was working the polls, uh, but she's back. What's going on, Kathy? Can we clarify it with the election polls? The what polls? Election Oh, elect, election. Okay, I got you. I, I misunderstood. Sorry. Yeah, sure you did. I, I, I messed up on a letter there. I, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm glad it, to have it, you back. It, it's good to be back, <laughs> let me tell you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We missed you. We did. <laughs> we... <laughs> the silence speaks volumes. Uh, we also have uh, Matt Grimm with us. How you, how you doing, Matt? <laughs> uh, I'm wonderful, Brady. How are you? I, I can't complain. Let me turn the volume up a little. Everybody's really quiet today. Cool. Yeah. No, I'm 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 doing well. Thank you. I'm, I'm doing well. And um, Howard Morgan, what's going on, Captain? Captain no, Howard. Morgan. Not much. 
Not much, man. I think I'm faring a little bit better than those that are trying to navigate 95 north and south up around Academy Road these last oh couple of days. So oh, I guess, oh I, guess I should be work. And I'm glad that we have Kathy back off the pole this week. That's that's awesome news. <laughs> Knock it off, Howard. Knock it off. Ah. <laughs> uh, uh. It's okay, Kathy. You're center stage in my book. <laughs> oh God. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, yeah, no, that that uh, that 95 thing is crazy. I I uh, and it's right by me too. So the the whole thing has just been uh just nuts. And and the meme started today. I don't know if you guys saw this, uh, but depending on what time you're on Facebook, uh, the collapse may have been caused by either Godzilla or a Hulk Hogan leg drop, or uh, Governor Chris Christie in his uh, beach chair. So, And I'm sure there's more out there. They're the, they're the ones that I've happened to see. So, I, I saw, too, um, just yesterday that, that they had actually repaired 95. Well, actually, one had said it was fixed, and they showed, like, the loop-de-loop from the from Hot Wheels track. Um, yes. And the second yes, one was, that SEPTA adjusted their bus schedule, and it shows the bus jumping in speed, you know, over the, the what was the collapse over there. <laughs> I, I still say, and, and I shouldn't make light of it because somebody did die, and it's a shame. Uh, but my initial reaction was that uh, the fine folks at SEPTA paired with the uh, Bridge Toll Commission, that uh, they, they, they conspired to take out 95 as as a way to generate more money for their respective uh, charities. Um, and they are like charities in a lot of ways. So uh, they certainly don't operate like, you know, for-profit businesses. So anyway, I, like I said, I shouldn't make, I shouldn't make jokes because somebody did die. It was a horrible wreck and, and uh, the volunteers had a hell of a time trying to, not volunteers, but the fire and police, the emergency responders, they had a hell of a time trying to put the thing out and, um, I understand they're going to have to tear down the uh, southbound lanes as well because of structural damage, which, like, anybody who saw those flames, like, close up, uh, you can absolutely see that that's something that's going to have to be done. So uh, hopefully we'll be able to get it repaired quickly, and, and uh, we'll take it from there. We'll take it from there. Yeah, but, um, but what I, what I can't understand is I, I saw people posting – as they're driving in whatever direction of 95, posting how bad it is while they're driving through all that thick black smoke and flames. <laughs> oh my Shouldn't God. you be concentrating on least driving through and not recording it? <laughs> yeah, seriously. Then, um, yeah. You see the, like, a couple of the guys are driving, and they hit like a big bump, and they're like, oh, wow, what was that? That was the bridge collapsing. Oh, my God. Wow. Yeah. I was wondering... I was wondering what it must be like for the first person that came upon that. Like, do I proceed? Do I, obviously, once yeah. it collapses, I, I would hope that they had the roadblock, but you figure there had to have been a first person who had to use their own common sense and know not to drive on it. Um, I, I would think. You would think. So I, I, I am curious, you know, what they thought and how they got that. I guess they had them turn around and literally drive back. I, I don't even know. Uh, but but it's insane. It, it was really insane, uh, and it's been a crazy week, like kind of all around. 
Um, I, I mentioned it to you guys in the chat, but uh, uh, Stro Maestro did actually uh, give me a call on Saturday, which was really nice. Um, he sounded uh, very weak. His voice was kind of off. Um, I understand he was on the ventilator for a little bit, though, so I know that that does mess with your throat um, at first. So on the whole, I mean, he sounded, you know, he sounded like he was on the mend. He's, uh, he's back to eating solid food. Kathy, he said he had a big cheeseburger. That was the first thing he had when they let him eat. So I was glad oh, to hear that. Good. That sounds like a healthy person food, you know? That that, that <laughs> sounds like somebody who's uh, on the mend. You know, he he didn't get a, you know, he didn't have a, a little bit of pudding, you know? So it was good. I, I was glad about that. I, I was glad to hear that. He said he's, uh, you know, he's taking a lot of steps. He said he's... Uh, Thankful for all the prayers and all the thoughts and, you know, from all you guys, the messages on Facebook, the uh, the text and the calls for people that have his number, and uh, uh, just in general, you know, he's just so grateful. He said he misses uh, you guys, Eve, so much, and uh, he can't wait to come back. He is going to come back. He's just, uh, just got to get to where he can, you know, to where his energy and his abilities are back to that point, so... When that will be, I couldn't tell you. Uh, I just know that it seems like every day he's getting a little bit better. And uh, the rehab, it seems like uh, I guess he's either about to start that or it was kind of underway. I didn't really understand him, but um, it sounds like they have a real plan for him to kind of recover. And it's not so dire as it was a couple weeks ago. Um, I don't know how much people know or, or how much people are kind of reading into the messages that have been put out there and stuff. But from the sounds of things, we almost lost him when all this happened. So uh, thank God that doesn't seem to be the case anymore. It seems to be that, uh, you know, that he'll be able to make a recovery. It's just a matter of how long is it going to take. So for those who are praying, thank you. Um, for those who maybe didn't know or are just kind of learning about it as we go, uh, please continue to keep him in your prayers, you know. Um, but I, I'm really happy about it. I am. And Howard, uh, you you did the uh, WCW retro show um, with Chaz Moretti this past week. I, I know Chaz kind of used it as a personal platform to shoot on some things that were bugging him in wrestling, but it made for a really compelling show. No, I'm glad. And, and it looks like we'll have round two coming <laughs> Thursday. He thinks he'll be able to join me again, you know, Thursday night. So I'm looking forward to it. That's great. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, that that, that really is cool. And, and my hope is, like, that we'll be able to expand this lineup even more once Stroh comes back, you know, just because uh, everybody's stepping up and, and some of the great things that we've kind of got going on behind the scenes as things uh, – we're, we're getting ready to ramp things up, which is always exciting. I, I, I It always kind of felt to me like – um just putting up three shows a week, two live ones, and, and uh, the plus the bumps and thumps every week. It, it always kind of felt to me like we could be doing more. So I, I'm excited to say that pretty soon we're going to be doing some more again. And, and so that's pretty cool. Uh, we also had a devastating loss. Um, pretty much, I, I'm trying to remember at what point I learned about it. It was last Wednesday, I believe, when the Iron Sheik passed away. Um, so it was definitely after we did the show last week. We didn't get to talk about it or kind of reminisce on the Iron Sheik. But I, 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 I'll be honest with you guys. Um, the Iron Sheik for me was somebody that I always loved. 
I, I always I, – I, Kathy, I don't know what it is, but, like, those anti-patriotic characters, um, they just always got me. They always resonated with me. I, I, I think it's, like, the best kind of villain, you know, the ones that want to tangle with red, white, and blue. I, 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 I always thought it was cool. And um, Matt, like, later on, obviously, he became, like, more pop culture, you know, with, like, the Howard Stern Show stuff and all that. Um, not always yeah. for good stuff. Yeah. But a memorable character, nonetheless. And, and and somebody that I think, you know, he started out kind of being offensive, but I think he kind of learned and grew with time. And it almost became lovable in a way. Because you could overlook the fact that he's an old man and was, like, kind of learning. I, I think he adapted as time went on. I, I don't think he um, used a lot of the same slurs as he got older. I could be wrong about that, but that that was the impression that I got. Howard, I, I had the opportunity once to meet him in Atlanta and probably a couple times at, like, local shows around here. Um, he was always, to me, he was like that kind of grandfatherly type, you know? When the camera's on, you know, you might not want to be near him. But, uh, yeah, no, he was like the soft-spoken, uh, reminiscent to me of, like, the Terry Funk in the locker room, you know, where, like, People line up to talk to him, and he's just soft-spoken and quiet and gentle. And, um, you know, you, you get the feeling he's the kind of guy you could tell him about your day. And I always thought the Iron Sheik was great. I, I, I'm going to miss him. I'm going to miss him as a character, uh, although he hasn't really been one in a while uh, on TV. But I, I'm going to miss him. I am. I, I, I thought he was he was definitely one of a kind. I don't know who wants to jump in first. I kind of, like it to each of you. Was that Matt? Go ahead, Matt. No, it was Howard. Uh, oh, Howard, sorry. <laughs> no, I, I, I just think he was, you know, he was compelling. He he was great, at, you know, as the Iron Sheik. And, you know, I you can, I mean, you can pull up almost anything on YouTube and watch his matches, watch his promos. But then if you watch, like, the outtakes from the promos, which seem to be getting a little more popular and gaining – traction on YouTube. I mean, he, he's he's a funny guy. He's like you said, he's personable. He's a guy you could sit in a bar with and have a drink with, and just complain about your boss. And you know, of course, then you know he was you know famous and and gained some popularity for his love of Hulk Hogan. And he would tell you how he thought about <laughs> Hulk Hogan, how much he loved him. Absolutely, absolutely. Derek would appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, there'll, there'll never there'll never be another Iron Sheik. You know, ever I don't I don't think you know you know I think people will try to get a little bit of his of his walk or his talk down, but there'll never be another one. Never, never. And I think part of his charm too is that he was legitimate. You know, um, <laughs> yeah. I, I remembered like while you were talking, like I one time I was on the boardwalk in Wildwood. and they were doing these like weekly wrestling attractions. Like one one time was like Bam Bam Bigelow. Um, you know, they just, like, have, like, two matches or whatever, and then you get autographs and pictures with the, the star in the second match. And the, the other time that I went was the Iron Sheik. And he was he was swinging those clubs around, you know, and, like, he was letting people try, and, like, nobody could do it. It was, like, it was, like, such a circus act, you know? But that's what he was. He was, like, a throwback to a different era when, like, you could fight somebody out of the crowd because you're a tough guy. And, like, yeah, the whole thing is an act, but... He would never let you know that he was in on an, on an act, 
Do you know what I mean? It was just yeah. He, he was really his his feud with Hulk Hogan, Matt. His feud probably lasted almost forty years because up until his last couple messages on social media, he was trashing the guy. Yep. Oh, <laughs> I love it. I love it. What were you saying, Howard? No, no. I, 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 yeah, I, I just think he's he he was the epitome of, of you know anti patriotism, and you know he was he was easy to hate, but he you know also he, he was easy to love once you you know kind of got to understand the business a little bit and knew exactly what he was doing. You know, it, he's he was great. Any personal experiences with him, Kathy? No, not Did really. Did we talk I mean, about publicly? Okay. Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> there was that time you were in the back seat with Hacksaw went... on him. No, I'm only kidding. I'm only kidding. I'm going to round around tonight. <laughs> you are wound up tonight, boy. Wound up. Yeah, I am. I am. Yeah. No, it was, I mean, I've met him a few times, but, you know, always, you know, just be respectful, you know. And yeah. He always yeah. intimidated me. Always intimidated me. Really? Yes. Like I said, when I saw him in Atlanta, he was like this, like, um, we, what we were doing. So we were down there for the NWA Legends fan fest thing that they had probably probably 12 or 13 years ago now. Um, but he was there, and we, we had to set up with the radio. You know, we were doing the VOC Wrestling Nation, which was actually on terrestrial radio at the time, um, down there live from the show. So... I was one of the wranglers that was kind of going around helping uh, get people to appear on the program, and he was one of the guys that um, I, I don't believe we got him. I, I, I forget why. I think he had some other appearance that he had to do or something, so we weren't able to line it up like we wanted. Uh, but I got to stand there and talk with him for probably a good five to ten minutes, and uh, just an incredible fellow, you know, just um, – what you guys saw on TV didn't even scratch the surface for what he was. And I, I'm, I'm not going to pretend like I'm, like, best friends with him and start calling him Kaz and stuff like that. Like, But just from what I could collect and what I could gather, I just thought, like, you know, this is a guy that gets it, you know? The character has kind of taken over and become his life, but it's not the entirety of who he is. You know, and and I always thought that was cool. I, you know, you, you hear his family in interviews, they would say like, oh, yeah, like he was totally different when he came home. He was dad, you know, and I always thought that was pretty cool that he could turn it up to that extent. Um, and his legend, like it'll carry on today. I mean, obviously, there's going to be foreign heels forever in wrestling. It's a trope that's like just so easy to do to rile people up. And I was thinking even like... uh you know, when Xavier Woods comes back, he is like, he's the guy that has the horn boots now. And he did it as a tribute. But, uh, yeah, that's kind of his thing now. So that's cool. Like, I, you know, you've seen little things that kind of, like, are going to carry on. And, and and it's sad to, like, lose a performer as great as him. A, a lot like superstar Billy Graham, you know, but... Uh, by the same token, you look at the people that he's influenced and the, and and uh, the people that he's made them smile or really riled them up or whatever the case may be. And like, yeah, it's a it's a tremendous loss. But at the same time, 
Um, he has left us so many memories as fans, and I think that's a really cool thing, Howard. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it, it definitely is a part of my childhood. It just, just as you know, superstar Billy Graham was. You know, I was just just a couple years into wrestling when you know when the Iron Sheik kind of you know was on the scene. So you know, I, I he kind of he was my childhood. Yeah, I I remember as a young fan because he was teaming with Nikolai Volkov, right? And and they were great together, like some of the early WrestleManias and stuff like that. But then, like one day, all of a sudden, it's like Iron Sheik is gone, and here's this uh, Boris Zukov, and it's like, what the hell is this? You know, like <laughs> what the what the hell is this? Like the the Bolsheviks. The Bolsheviks. Yeah. 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 He also inadvertently, like, kind of, I, I mean, uh, this has been done to death, but he kind of inadvertently brought about the death of kayfabe in a major way. Which, like, well, I'm not saying not, it was, like, a good not, thing necessarily, but. He's not the only one to blame in that situation if we're talking about the same situation. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. He's not the only one to blame. But he definitely played a part. He definitely <laughs> played a part. And if you listen to like Hacksaw Jim Duggan's like account of it, like, um, <laughs> she just asked if he could ride with him. Uh, Hacksaw didn't know about everything else that was about to happen. Although, right. you know, he was just as culpable. You know, he, he's still, uh, it, it, he's it, still part You got a guy that's asking for a ride and you're thinking, yeah, let's ride together. What's the worst that could happen? Well, yeah. now we know. <laughs> See that, Kathy. That's why I'm guessing you would never give the Iron Sheik a ride. No. <laughs> now I I give him cats all ride. Yeah. I got nervous when I gave Sabu a ride, so I can't imagine giving uh, <laughs> the Iron Sheik a ride. <laughs> uh Fortunately, there was he a, had a system um, down, and I'm an impeccable driver. There, there was a um, a, re, um, a report out on the internet. Rob Van Dam was telling the story, and they were out eating at a restaurant. And as a rib, the Iron Sheik wanted to pay for his meal in autographed eight by ten pictures. <laughs> and how many eight by ten pictures would it take? <laughs> the meal and Rob Van Dam's like, man, I, I thought the guy was because he played it so deadpan. He was like, so right. No, this I don't, I don't have no money, and you know, and 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 Van Dam said he realized that it was the Iron Sheik talking when he when he started really using the accent and you know messing up the English language, you know, and trying to pawn. You know, fifteen eight by tens to pay for his, you know, his meal at Denny's or whatever. <laughs> yeah, when his character is on, you couldn't. You know, there was no, no turning it off. I I want to. I'm just pulling this up. So uh, I posted in that episode, an old episode of Wrestling with History, uh, the OC Nation that aired in 2020. 
with uh, Ken Resnick. Ken was uh, an announcer. I don't know if you guys remember him. Mostly an interviewer AWA. with uh, AWA and w- AWA, and then later WWF as well. Although I think he was much more known for the AWA. Uh, but he spoke on the challenge of interviewing Iron Sheik, and I thought this was kind of funny. And I, I could definitely see how this could be. Uh, he said, and I quote. I had an understanding that almost always I would start with Nikolai and then go to the Iron Sheik. I had an understanding that if the Iron Sheik started off on a rant, Nikolai knew just because he had started that if Iron Sheik went off, I was immediately going back to him. So he was always in tune with the entire interview. So Nikolai had to quarterback these things because once the Iron Sheik got the ball, you didn't know what was going to happen. Uh, Nikolai, uh, that was my own editorial, I think. Nikolai was great in those interviews. He also served as my safety net. I thought that was hilarious. Um, I really wish we had gotten the Iron Sheik on this program. I tried a couple times over the years. It just we we couldn't work it out, but it would have been amazing, and it would have been something. I think we would have been talking about for a long time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the good old Iron Sheik. Let's go to the calls. Uh, we we have Ratboy and Trenton. Oh, Ratboy. What's going on? Oh, boy. What is this world coming I might be up to your way this? tomorrow. I might be up oh, your way really? tomorrow. Probably really? not, but maybe. I might go to a Trenton Thunder game. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm uh, yeah. up for 29 there. Uh, I'm right down yeah. the street from there. Not that far. About a mile down the road, maybe. Maybe two miles. That's our know. challenge, to get to the stadium without using 29. <laughs> I should Have be well-practiced after getting there without 95. Have fun, because my mom and dad left Sunday night. They didn't even know the bridge was out. It took them three hours to get to Chester, to Harris-Chester, oh, the casino. Uh, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. How could they not know it was out? My guy said, let's go, let's, go, let's go to Chester to jump in the court and let's go. They never watch the news or nothing like that. <laughs> they just go. Well, that sucks. Yeah, but yeah, last, sucks. Week, last week I did have a scare, okay? Okay. On Wednesday. Okay. Before, before I knew the Iron Sheep was passed away, because, because I got the text real quick that he passed away. When, mm-hmm. What happened was that? Two miles away, where that forest fire was, my sister was living. Okay, her house in Canada. Okay, she did, no, in uh, no, in, in Jackson, the one in Jackson. Okay. Okay. What happened was that me, me and my mom jumped in a car and we were going to her house, and we went to her house. They had everything blocked off. We said we had to go get somebody out of our house, right? We were there for about two hours, right? Find out what my sister mm-hmm. was going to do. The firefighter okay. said, "Oh, she would be, she would be okay." You know, Rapley, you got to go. hold on. Your parents could drive to Chester in the time it's taking you to tell the story. Yeah, what what it is that we were there for right, two right. hours. The firefighter yeah. told us to leave. I came home. The next day... You're talking about in Canada, uh, right? No, I'm talking about in Jackson, New Jersey. <laughs> okay. I think well, you meant the Canadian I'm there in Freehold. Fire. I didn't well, know there were fires in Freehold. 
we, we had Canada smoke and Jersey smoke mixing in and getting everybody sick, and I got sick off of it for okay. some reason. All right, then, then all of a sudden, um, this past weekend, we supposed to do Columbus, but we didn't do Columbus because there were, they had two more fires. Okay. Okay. One in right. and Burlington, and plus, after that, the bridge fell. I said, oh, man, what's, what's this world going into? You know? Mm-hmm. But let's, let's get down to uh, the Iron Sheet. I met him a lot of times. He loved me. He called me. He he called me. Yeah, he called me the Hulk Hogan wannabe. Well, I could see why he'd say that. Did he put you in the camel clutch? He put me in the camel clutch, you know, but I never got no picture of it. You know, Rapoy, you should, because you you, you could, like, change your gimmick at this point. Uh, Maybe you should just become, like, an Iron Sheet guy now. I should, huh? Get you. Yeah, you should. That should be your new thing. Yeah, 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 I could do that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 Why not? I think you should. And instead Why of, like, not? instead of, like, those clubs, you could get, like, uh, like, play school, like, I get those, pin, I get those pointy, get I get those those. pointy boots. I get those pointy yeah. boots. Yeah. Yeah, why not? Yeah, yeah. with yeah. the metal yeah. yeah, we could do that. Yeah. Throw 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 like a picnic tablecloth over your head. You're all set. Oh, I don't want to be like Sabu now. I got I got a couple uh, updates here. Okay. Uh, okay. Good. 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 Yeah, just a couple. All right, a couple. Okay. The first one. Okay, you ready for this? Yep. She's coming back. Um, She's coming back. Gonna be? Who? She's coming back. My girl, Who? Alicia Fox. Alicia Fox. Uh, My girl. You. I got you. I like Alicia Fox. Yes. Yes, you she have to say it like Noam Dar, though. Yeah, and... um. Remember, you used to be like, Alicia Fox. Oh, yeah, I love Alicia Fox. Alicia Fox is all mine. Where's she coming oh, back and to? And another one. Another one. Wait, hold on. Where's it's, she coming back to? She's coming back to the WWE. Okay. Uh, well, we'll see. Maybe. Yep. You never What's know when going to strike. The next okay. female, okay, mm-hmm. was spotted at the NXT Performance Center. You heard, okay. you heard her name called Kathy Carino? Carino? Yes. Uh, <laughs> it's Steve's no. sister. It's Steve's sister, and she's been training everybody down at the NXT. She's been oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what was her name? Um, Allison Danger. Allison Danger. But yeah. her real name is Kathy Carino? Yeah, she's Steve's sister. Yeah, okay. I, I, I know. I've met her. I think we even had her on the show. Um, and she, I got she's you. been at NXT for the past year training the women. Right. Yep. So that's not really breaking. Yeah, Plus, Alicia Fox is training with – and Kathy pointed out in the chat, Alicia Fox is training with Booker's company. So, 
No, she's appearing with Booker's Company coming up. Appearing with Booker's Company. I got you. I got you. Oh, okay. okay. See, Rapple, you and start what? a bad rumor, and then I spread it. No. You got one more, right? Okay, one more yeah, thing. Yeah, right? I got one. Okay, this, this might one be a rumor. Thing. might be a rumor or a spoiler. Okay. Man, you got to have uh, this guy. This guy is so great. He might be coming back to the WWE. Let's give it up to Eric Fischer. <laughs> he is coming back. Okay. <laughs> all right, all right, get the hook. I love it. I know. Sounds good, Rob. And um, I'll be watching for Eric Bischoff. And I got one more thing I got to say. One more, okay? of course. Yeah. You know, last night, okay, the Finn Balor, okay? Yeah. United yeah. Kingdom's coming up. Watch Finn Balor go to pick up his makeup and be the Demon King again. Just throwing. That's what you see. Going to be the demon king. All right. That's your prediction. That's not a spoiler. It's a spoiler. All right, brother. Because, because hey, you never know what's going to happen. And plus, show my prayer out to you and make sure you get healthy and better. You know, God bless them. You know, and uh, let me just say, uh, God bless my brother that's up in heaven right now. You know. Died in 1992. He's 61 today. Happy birthday, bro. Yes. And Brady. Yes. Happy birthday I, to Brady, your brother. I, Happy birthday to your brother, Rat Boy. I pray for and him. And Brady. And Brady. Why? Why? I have to go out with this, okay? You want me to be the iron right. sheet to, yeah. to chew what I got to say. Don't, okay? don't use a slur. Don't, don't you say that word. Geek? You pinch your head geek. <laughs> Pencil head geek. You got it. The Iron Pencil Shrimp, musical. everybody. Thanks, th th thanks Rapper. <laughs> okay, bye-bye. <laughs> Love you. <laughs> I like that, Howard. I'm going to call him that. The Iron <laughs> Shrimp. Uh, he looks like he crawled out of the ocean. Uh, I, I, I saw a, uh, a comic the other day. It was about evolution. It had two fish. And the one started to grow feet, and the other one's like, holy crap, how'd you do that? And he's like, I don't know. It's just kind of happening. And then he's like, you know what? I'm having trouble breathing. And he goes on the land, and he's, like, sitting at the shore. And the other fish is like, wow, this is really cool. Like, you, And, and the fish is, like, constantly changing, becoming, like, more human while they're talking. And the fish in the water, he's like, you know, hey, maybe I should try that. And then in the next frame, the uh, the former fish has a has a stick through the fish, and he's eating it. And he's like, "Nope." <laughs> uh, I love the farce. <laughs> uh, we have a we have I actually have a treat right now. <laughs> he's gonna kill me that I've been making him wait for this nonsense. But uh. Uh, we have Chaz Moretti, who, uh, who, as I mentioned, was the the, the co-host on WCW Retro, a manager, uh, or I'm sorry, agent extraordinaire, and uh, former guest on the show, good friend of Stro Maestro as well. Uh, how you doing, Chaz? What, what's going on, man? I'm fine, guys. How are you this evening? Glad to, for you. Uh, glad to have me on, and um, I appreciate you taking the call and 
Where do I send the Tylenol after you had to deal with Rat Boy? Jesus Christ. <laughs> he does make it fun, doesn't he? It's the, oh, uh, he's interesting. No two ways about it. But I yeah. love it, though. He came out yeah. of the primordial he's, ooze. <laughs> exactly. Exactly, yeah. He's going to be the new Iron Sheik, though, now that the Sheik is gone. so uh, That'll be great because, you know, it'll give you know, somebody to talk to. I know you're a big fan of rehashing gimmicks, so yeah, it'll, it'll definitely be fun. Oh yeah, you guys heard the podcast <laughs> last week, huh? <laughs> yeah, I love it. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. Very good stuff. Very oh good stuff. lord. Uh, I I know I know you. I mean, you, you're kind of dabbling in promoting now, right? I mean, you have a huge event coming up. In what July I'm doing right now, remember? Yeah. yeah, yeah. What I'm doing yeah. right now is um, I have a long-standing relationship with the World Association of Wrestling and with the Knights okay. and. Um, this is their first show in North America, and I'm helping them um, as a booking agent and, and uh, helping them as just their boots on the ground here. So I'm learning firsthand about promoting, but I'm not going to call myself a promoter because, uh, okay. it, I'm, like I said, I don't know where this is going to go other than it might – it's definitely going to be one gigantic show that's, that's, um, that's yeah, it's going to be a night to remember, no two ways about it. But uh, we've got uh, we've got uh, Zach coming in. We've got Soraya coming in. Uh, Camille's going to defend the NWA Women's Title against Soraya Knight. It's Soraya Knight's That's first cool. shot at the NWA Women's Title. And you know Camille's been doing a phenomenal job. I got to be honest. When she first came on the scene at the NWA, I was very skeptical. I looked yeah, at her and I'm like, I, all right, don't know what to make of her yet. You know. Yeah, I just kind of thought like more of the high candy figure, side. Yeah, 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 that's what I did too. I mean, I I saw her with Aldis and with Latimer, and I you know didn't put two and two together with her and Latimer yet, but that was okay. And um, you know, then I, I'm looking and I'm looking, and all of a sudden she's starting to climb the ranks, and then she got a shot at the title, and then she beat Serena Deeb for the title. I'm like, all right, this is interesting, and let's see where this goes. And you know, uh, I give her credit where I won't give it to Nick Aldis and. Nick Elvis can kiss my ass. Sorry, my excuse my language, but uh, uh, Nick tried to Nick. Nick tried to purport himself. <laughs> oh, that's your that's your loss there, bro. Okay. But anyway, Nick tried okay. to purport himself as being better or being in the same rank as Race and Flair and Rhodes and Kaniski, and he defended the title 27 times in five and a half years. I'll give him a year and a half off for COVID. So in three years, he defended the title 27 times. The guys that okay. he was trying to put himself over on. Defended the title 27 times a month. When I called him on it, he blocked me on Twitter. So, whatever. But you know, in watching and watching Camille's run, and seeing her mm-hmm. defend her title just about everywhere against anybody. I mean, her 700 days to me means more because she's actually been a fighting champion. She's actually been out defending a title. Now, and, you know um, how many defenses she's had. Because I, 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 I suspect the NWA wasn't doing that many. Thirty. Wow. Okay. No, they weren't. But right. I, I suspect, from what I understand, she said thirty-nine defenses that the NWA wow. is recognizing. God knows how many else on the Indies that they that they yeah. didn't recognize. Okay. Okay. You know. So Good I, I proposed yeah, the. No, um, that's, that's great. Yeah. You know, when when the Knights and I proposed uh, to run this little endeavor, I um mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I got in contact with the NWA and I proposed. Uh, the match to, I proposed the match to, uh, I proposed a, a title shot for Latimer against Zach uh, Zodiac for the WAW heavyweight title, and he jumped all mm-hmm. over it. 
And I inquired about Camille's availability, and she was available, and I inquired about the fact that I would like to have her matched up with Soraya Knight for the NWA World Women's title. And NWA jumped all over and said, yeah, let's go ahead and do it. So the match has been made, and July 28th in Chicago, that's what's actually in Tinley Park, about 30 miles south of Chicago, is where okay. this uh, where this night to remember is going to occur. And uh, <laughs> tickets are available on Eventbrite. I encourage everybody that's in the area to come out and, and uh, you know, be a part of history. If you're from out of state, there's a hotel on site. Again, you know, feel free to buy your tickets. Come in. We've got to meet and greet everybody at 5 o'clock. Okay. And then the show will start about 7. So, I mean, you know, there's a lot of – it's a family-friendly show. Obviously, it's going to be all ages. And, um, you know, we're looking forward to, to having everybody out there. And uh, everybody's like, oh, Chaz, are you going to manage? I don't know. Maybe. Are you going to manage the Knights? I don't know. Maybe. Well, which one? Maybe, maybe. both. Maybe none. Maybe one. You want to you want to find out? Buy a ticket. Come to the show. Yeah, you got to check it out. Yeah, exactly. You know, exactly, is good you know, friends with uh, you know, Rapley's good friends with uh, the Mrs. Mrs. Knight. Oh yeah, you know she kicked him in the crotch yeah, they one hang time. Out he, all the time. A, he always comes back for more. Oh yeah. <laughs> one good boy, kick in the crotch, and Rapley was her. What Rapley was hers <laughs> forever. Gotta love it. Uh, sounds like my college life. Sorry, you were saying. All well, right. No, no, no. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I got a good call tonight, guys, and I, that's why I'm calling in. I got a call from Stro, and he's alive and he's getting better. And, yeah, uh, he's in, yeah. He's but, in rehab down in Denton, Texas, and you know, looking forward to looking forward to getting back to 100. percent And told me that he walked 80 feet the other day, and that's awesome because 80 feet when you're coming wow. back off of what he had is like walking eight miles. I was going to say 80 feet is probably more than I did the other day, so good for him. That, that's incredible. Oh, um, now, be honest. How did he sound to you, like his throat? Like I, I, I know he had the ventilator. A little raspy. A little raspy yeah, from the exactly. ventilator. Okay. Uh, okay. A, little, a little wheezy from being in and out of breath. Um, mm-hmm. Other than that, he, you know, he was strong. Same old yeah. strong. But, no, he, he sounded a little weaker, but, you know, that's to be expected. I mean... Uh, oh, sure. There was conjecture as to what was wrong with him, but it turns out there was an infection between his neck and his shoulder, and yeah. he didn't get it treated early enough. And had had it exploded, he would have been dead. He oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, I like I, I was saying earlier, like I I, I feel like um, the 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 uh, the dark looming cloud of unknown, and like uh, just the fact that like his life seemed to be like. So much just kind of teetering on the balance. Like I, I feel like, I, I and I don't want to jinx anything, but I, I feel like we're out of the dark part now. You know, he's just got yeah, to focus on getting better at this point. So I that's and that we, was that's great. What that my was, wife and I told I, him. Yeah, I, I'm so happy. Yeah, that's ex- I really am. That's exactly yeah. what my wife and I told him. He apologized. You want to hear? You want to talk about our uh, yeah. kids? Those of you that are in the business that are listening to this podcast, listen up. This is what a <laughs> professional does. Okay. He just did the same thing with me. I know it. Go ahead. Stro was booked on my on this show on a night to remember to yep. manage um in the North Amer in the WAW North American heavyweight title match. Okay. After all this has gone down, first words out of Stro's mouth, brother, I want to apologize for not being able to make it up there in July. That's a professional yeah. Yeah. kids. 
Yep, you know he wasn't going to call you from his happened. coma, but the second he woke up. <laughs> right, the second he woke up. Uh, the second he woke up, the second he's able to, he's off the ventilator and able to, to you know, to reach back out to people. He's calling to apologize to the booking agent for missing his appearance. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, no, that's, again, that's, yeah. God, he's apologizing to us to be because so, he wasn't doing these. No, I, I understand. Yeah. Like, he was he was apologizing to us because he, he wasn't, like, because he went AWOL on these free podcasts that we're doing. Like, <laughs> you know Whatever. what I mean? Like, you don't need to apologize. I'm glad that you're alive, life, brother. Like, yeah. Exactly. And yeah, I'm God very, I'm very. you for I'm not very... having to talk to Ratboy. <laughs> no kidding. Well, I'm very humbled I'm and I'm very him. honored that, um, I'm very humbled and honored that, um, you guys are having me as the as the co-host of WCW Retro along with Howard because uh, that's the least for I sure. can do for sure. You know, is to keep the podcast running. Yeah. And, no, uh, I, I, and like I said, the last show, I, if you guys missed it, go back and listen. Talk about an uh, education session. You uh, <laughs> you could tell there was some uh, a lot of um, not. Oh, anger, I was heated. You did, that was when all this. You had was your anger. message. It was anger, bro. Yeah. Okay. It I had my message, okay. but it was anger. Oh hell yeah! Because I had all this nonsense had just gone down the day before, and right. okay. yeah, this was. I drove my poor wife crazy because for four days I, I'm Italian. We don't stop. We dwell. For four days I was on about this. Even after I got it all out on the podcast, I was still going for another two days afterwards. That's just how we are. There's two kinds of people in the world. That's the great thing about these. Yeah. Yeah, there's two kinds of people in the world, the normal folks and the Italians. Never accuse <laughs> us of being normal. We're a different breed. Uh, the only thing that's worse than that is the uh, the half-Irish, half-Italian. So that's, uh, oh, yeah, they don't know whether to drink or eat. <laughs> wow. I seem to have struck the right balance, but, yeah, I, I, I hear you. Yeah, <laughs> but God bless you. And, and, and these podcasts are a great way to vent, so I, I, I totally get that. Well, and Howard, yeah, I did. So. I did want to keep it on the. I did want to keep it germane to the topic, though, so that the, the, sure. the topic was actually very timely. And uh, yeah, I'm absolutely. glad you guys enjoyed it. And then tomorrow, uh, we're looking forward to the topic this week. Hey, Howard, do you want me to unload the topic on people, or you want to save it for yourself? No, man, go ahead. Go ahead. So the topic Unload. this week is going to be is going to be wrestlers who should have been world champions. And world champions who should never have been world champions. Wow. Okay. All right. So tune in Thursday night and listen to Howard try to keep me in check and keep me sane and normal, which is a very difficult task. But it's highly entertaining. And and Chaz will talk a little bit more about Nick Aldis. It sounds like must listen. Nah. <laughs> you know what? I'm done with I'm done with Nicky. <laughs> I, I let Nikki do what he does. We we share a common we share a common mentor in Ricky Knight, and so I, I had my piece. He blocked me on Twitter. It's all good. Whatever. Ah, uh, yeah. I'm just playing. <laughs> uh, Charles, oh, so am I. I don't, I don't, he'll yeah. probably get mad at me again, but I don't care. Whatever. Ah. It's all good. <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> but anyway, I don't want to keep you guys too long. Yeah, I don't want to keep you guys too long because I mean, yeah, I know following up on Rat Boy is a, is a difficult act to follow, but I hope I've done well, some credit to it. Well, thanks for bringing us back up. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> no, I figured that you know when I when I got a hold when uh, when 
when Stro got a hold of me tonight, I figured I wanted to reach out to you guys and, you know, share the good news because I am really, you know, like you guys, I'm so happy that he's alive with us and, and on the way back to being 100%. Yeah, it was it was tremendous news. And Chaz, uh, once again, people can check you out on WCW Retro Thursdays nine Eastern, right here. Same call in number, by the way, nine one four three three eight eighteen eighty five. Chaz Moretti, Howard Morgan, maybe a little Rat Boy this week. We'll have to wait and see. Maybe, but, uh, maybe a little Mister Hollywood. I don't know, uh, <laughs> Mister Hollywood. I haven't heard that in a while. <laughs> oh, it's because we, if we're not talking about the NWO and Hogan, we're not, he doesn't call in. <laughs> is that what it is? Okay. Oh, that's what I it is, but that's you. okay. He's all right. That's, that's all right. awesome. Mr. Hollywood, if you're well, listening, Chad? we're going to talk about David Arquette. So, you know, God bless. Absolutely we are. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to shoot uh, on Dave. Call in. All right. <laughs> Hey, maybe you'll get Dave, David Arquette. You know, he's actually called into WCW. Oh, no, no, David's yeah, a friend so. of mine. Yeah, yeah. Dave, and I, Dave yeah. and I speak. We haven't spoken quite recently, but we, we have spoken in the past. And, you know, I, we, we, I like to rib Dave a lot, but, but Dave's a great guy. <laughs> but he understands his place in wrestling history for sure. So. <laughs> oh, brother, he, worked, he worked that gimmick as, as well as it should be worked. But we'll talk about that uh, more on Thursday. Anyway, guys, have a I good night. I just, wanted to, I just wanted to chime in and um, give you guys an update about Stro. And, um, again, look forward to hearing from people on WCW Retro. All the best, brother. Thanks for calling in. Yep. Take care. <laughs> All right. There you go. So that was Chaz Moretti. Uh, be sure to check him out, as I mentioned, WCW Retro Thursdays, 9 Eastern, right here on the VOC Nation Radio Network. Uh, well, I'm advertising him, Howard. He better show up because I know he does. <laughs> he missed a couple there, but uh, we're happy to have him. We're, we're we're elated to have him. Like I said, my secret hope is that like you and Chaz continue to have this passion for podcasting uh, beyond even when Maestro comes back, and we can only continue to expand the lineup from there. But uh, well, you know, we'll wait and see. We'll wait and see what happens. Uh, we are going to take a commercial break. We have a couple more callers in the line, so we'll get to them on the other side. 914-338-1885 in the room of the VOC Nation Wrestling Network, and we will be right back. Hey, this is Total Package, Lex Luger. You're listening to the VOC Nation. Don't miss out. The worldwide leader in entertainment. This is the VOC Nation Radio Network. Check out In The Room. Every Tuesday night at 9. Listen in. Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks, former WCW star Stro Maestro, Kazzy Fitz, Matt Grimm. And you and Ray are there too, right Ray? We sure are. And we've got great guests like Lex Luger, AJ Styles, Taku, and more. It's a heck of a party. Plus, I didn't get thrown off uh, buildings. And then uh, I didn't get pregnant either. Sometimes I think it gets so ridiculous. We were getting into, like, snuff film territory there. In the room. 9 p.m. Eastern on VOC Nation. Yo, this is Jerry Stein of the Nasty Boys. Yeah, Brian Knobs here. You get ready to get nasty. Well, listen to the VOC Nation, baby. VOC Nation is one of the longest-running wrestling podcast networks. Having started way back in 2010, VOC Nation provides daily streaming shows where fans have the ability to interact with their hosts, and guests via phone calls, emails, and Twitter. 
VFC Nation hosts will include former backstage interviewer from both AWA and WWE, Ken Resnick, former WCW performer The Maestro, former Impact performer Wes Crisco, Pro Wrestling Illustrated contributor Brady Hick, and former Philadelphia radio personality Bruce Works. Archive-free content includes past interviews with huge names like Hulk Hogan, Jesse Ventura, Kurt Angle, Jimmy Hart, Ricky Steamboat, Sting, Mick Foley, Joey Styles, Howard Finkel, and so many more. Listen live at VOCNation.com and subscribe to all the podcasts by searching VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. And be sure to follow these guys on Twitter at VOCNation. Phil After has been in the pro wrestling business for over 50 years. Hey, Tony here with uh, Arn Anderson. Arn, first of all, your height and weight. 6'1", 255. And now subscribers to VOC Nation Premium get exclusive access to Bill After's archived audio footage. And uh, where's your hometown? Minneapolis, Minnesota. Okay, and uh, give us something about your back. First of all, your relationship to Ole Anderson. Ole is my Subscription to VOC Nation Premium starts at just $3 a month and includes commercial-free audio and video versions of our top podcasts. Okay, we're speaking here with uh, the manager of the <laughs> World Heavyweight Tag Team Champions, Tarzan Tyler and Luke Graham, and he's, uh, he's sort of glowing tonight about a new prospect we haven't heard of yet. And for just $9 a month, Aptor's archives are all yours. Uh, would you tell us who this new prospect well, is? Well, I'll tell you, Bill, I've searched the world, and I finally <laughs> found the true world champion. I finally found... What's your opinion of uh, Ivan Koloff winning the title from Bruno San Martino? Well, I think, uh, I don't know what to say, but I, well, I want to say one thing. Uh, Bruno was an early champion. Yeah. Here are exclusive interviews with the greatest performers of all time. So after, and once again, we're speaking here with Bruno San Martino. Bruno, first of all, how did you and Bruiser lose that title to the Valiant? Well, actually, it, it was uh, uh, a very unusual loss, if you want to call it a Did loss. Well, yes, but the whole thing is this. If you rules, as I always understood them, was that the title could only be lost by tenor or submission, which is the same rules as uh, my title, the World War Wrestling Federation. That night, uh, it was... To sign up, it's very simple. Head to premium.vocnation.com or go to patreon.com slash vocnation. VOC Nation takes you behind the scenes of the greatest moments in pro wrestling history. Each and every Thursday night, check it out. WCW star Stro Maestro takes you on a journey. It's WCW Retro. Talking old school match of the week. Talking dream matches. Taking your calls and looking back on an incredible career of acting, entertaining, and wrestling. Check it out. VOCNation.com. WCW Retro. Be sure to call in Thursday nights, 9 Eastern, on the VOC Nation radio network. This is Matt Hardy, and you are listening to the VOC Nation. Sometimes the world looks perfect, nothing to rearrange. Sometimes you just get a feeling like you need some kind of change. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're back. It's in the room on the VOC Nation Wrestling Network. VOCNation.com and your favorite podcast platforms as well. The uh, the newly revamped VOCNation.com. Be sure to check it out. Uh, we're making changes to it every day, but I, 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 I like the feel now. Everything is 
kind of, it's not stripped down, but I, I just feel like it's just, things are just, it's very nicely laid out, I think. I, I'm really a fan. So be sure to check that out on VOCNation.com. Uh, Brady Hicks here. I've got with me Kathy and, and Howard for a little bit more. And, uh, yeah, we've got you guys as well. 914-338-1885. Um, I was telling Kathy, well, I was telling Kathy and Howard, like, I, I had to run to uh, use the bathroom because um, yeah, I'm just kind of tearing down the fourth wall here. Um, I, I, you know, Kathy, I've been focusing, like, so hard on losing weight again because, like, I put on a lot of weight since COVID, you know. And so that's been a huge – so I've been drinking so much that, like, I feel like I always have to pee. It's a pain in the ass. Well, not a pain in the ass, but you know what I'm saying. Well, it happens. I, I hate it. Thing. I hate it. Is it good, though? Yeah, it is good. I'm not dehydrated yeah, anymore. Work. I can tell you that. Down. Yeah, so, I just so – just, uh, to clarify, you're drinking water, right? You're not just drinking, right? You're drinking water. Oh, is what I'm assuming. shoot. Oh, I didn't know it had to be water. Yeah, yeah, that's a sense. Yeah, it has to be oh, water. Yes, right. please. Okay. <laughs> Maybe that's right. why you're yeah. so much. It was bourbon, uh, actually. No. <laughs> yeah. And actually, it's really weird. It, it's put me in this weird situation because I always like to drink a lot of water before bed. And so now what's happening is because we have a puppy, it's like this test of wills, Kathy, with like who's going to get up early in the morning, way too early in the morning to take care of the puppy who's got to pee. So now, Kathy, I'm laying in bed, and i got to piss like a racehorse. <laughs> and I don't want to get up because I know if I get up, that damn dog is going to get up. And then I'm going to have to walk it around the block. So I'm like literally like I'm trying to think like should I get a bedpan? Should I get like a like a Gatorade bottle here and just like you know I there's got to be a good answer. Put on, put on a depends. You'll be all right. Put on a depends. Yes. You know I I had friends when I was younger they they went a whole weekend in the mountains they they had a I wasn't involved in this but they had a contest. Who could go the longest without using the bathroom? And they were all wearing Depends. Oh. And uh, one of them started walking around without a shirt on, too. It was really weird. It was like he was just wearing his diaper, and that's it. Um, I'm actually really embarrassed well, that you, I told that story, but that wasn't me. What, so. do you think, what do you think everybody did during the uh, Eagle Super Bowl parade? <laughs> I was dehydrated, so I'm I wouldn't know. <laughs> I'm dead serious. I'm dead serious. I believe you. I believe you. I do. I do. Anyway, so that's uh, that's my story. I'm sticking to it. Uh, WCW Retro this Thursday. Uh, we just had Chaz Moretti on. He's promoting that event in July, a night to remember. But he's been co-hosting with Howard for WCW Retro while Stro is out. Um, and it sounds like you guys, uh, Howard, you're going to be doing the greatest performers to never hold the World Heavyweight title and or to never hold World Heavyweight gold and um, the performers who shouldn't have held it, had no business holding it. Do I understand that correctly? Yes, and I'm sure that when we go over our list of those that shouldn't have, could be a little controversial, but again, it's all opinionated, so 
I have a list of oh, absolutely. Probably, probably ten, eight or ten those that I think should have and probably six or eight those that shouldn't have. But they're the obvious ones that come up at every every time the discussion, you know, it's like it's Roddy Piper, Kurt Hennig, Rick Rude. Um, I'm sure there's others that I'm overlooking, but they're always the three that jump out at me. I guess Ted DiBiase yeah, maybe. We have a couple, of, you know, I have like, like honorable mentions maybe, you know, that we won't maybe discuss in too much detail. But, again, we'll let the the callers decide, you know, how much we talk about each performer or, you know, whether they des- deserved it or, or didn't deserve it. Okay, okay. I like that. Yeah, I, I like that. Um, yeah, so so you guys will do that on Thursday, and uh, I don't believe there's going to be a new episode of Bumps and Thumps this week. And I'll, I'll look for some old content to put up. We've got such a vast archive, and I never know what to share with you guys, but um, there's just so much over the years because, um, I mean, In the Room and, like, our old network have been running since 2009 and VOC Nation really since 2010. So between the two of them, my God, we've got so much content. And uh, sometimes I don't know what to do with it all, but I feel like we should find a way to get more of it out to you guys. So we're going to start putting some more shows out from the old days as well, so you guys can check that stuff out. Um, Yeah, we got that. We're talking the death of the Iron Sheik, which uh, although it's a week old now, it's, it's huge. I'm so glad I finished watching those documentaries. You know, and and in particular the Iron Sheik one, like because it's that was the last one that they did, the A and E biography, and um, so it's fresh on my mind. Do you know what I mean? Right. Um, they re-aired it Sunday night, you know, because of its passing. They? Yeah. That's really classy. Yeah. It's funny. I had never heard the story because the last match that he had in WWE, it was the Gimmick Battle Royal at WrestleMania 17. I was a huge fan of this match. I, I just thought it was great to see so many of these old performers. And um, apparently the only reason that the Iron Sheik won it was because they weren't comfortable throwing him out of the ring and having him be okay. <laughs> I thought that was hilarious. Wow. But, <laughs> but it's cool. I had never heard that, you know. That was a story that right. was never – Yeah. So anyway, uh, yeah, so we can talk Iron Sheik memories tonight, um, although I expect with the caller list, we probably won't be going that deep. 914-338-1885. Not a shot at the callers, of course, but uh, yeah, that's kind of where we are. Uh, let's go to um, let's go to the great state of Arkansas, Arkansas. Uh, we have Granny, Arkansas Granny. I know, I'm just playing. How you doing? I know. I'm good. Hi, Brady. Hi, Kathy. Hi, Howard. How are you all doing? Doing good. Hey, doing good. How, how's the puppy? How's the puppy? Uh, she's she, she's getting better. I mean, she's starting to, we finally put her back outside, and she's kind of walking around. She's still kind of limping on that rear right leg. My puppy dog got hit about three weeks ago, Kathy, but she survived. I mean, she, it didn't kill her. She just ended up getting a small fracture in her right hip. But um, Oh, my God. So, yeah, um, I hadn't been able to message you for a while, but my Facebook, original Facebook account got hacked about a month ago, Kathy, so I hadn't been able to message you right away. So just unfriend the one you were friends with because I had to create a whole new Facebook account. So 
I lost, you know, all my friends that I had on my original friend list, you know, of course, but, you know, it is what it is, but, you know, so. Yeah. But, it, but we're, but we're all It sounds all like good. a really I mean, bad, yeah. It sounds like a really bad <laughs> sob story. You're like, you know, my account got hacked. And we'll be like, oh, what else? Well, like it was. Well, you know, car. Brady, I had like a lot of happened, friends. It all like right together. I had a lot yeah. of friends on my friends list. And, you know, and like I said, all the friends that I had, I've lost now, you know. And I'm, and I'm probably not going to be able to get them back. And, you know, so it's just, it kind of sucks. I'm, I've just been kind of leery of what I've even been doing. I wouldn't even have Facebook, but I helped so many different independent wrestling companies, you mm-hmm. know, in Arkansas and we Oklahoma. You saw you on TV, by the I, way. Oh, you saw, yes, I was on TV, yes. I, I was helping I promote, I was helping promote a show that in Fort Smith, Arkansas for Classic Championship Wrestling, which they had their debut okay. show Saturday night, so. Very cool. So it was, it tr- turned out really good, so. You kept it classy. You you stayed uh, baby faced, which was nice. You know. Well, of course, I'm always going to be baby faced, Brady. I'm never going heel. You know, I mean, it's not going to happen. I don't care what it mm-hmm. makes me do. I'm always going to be baby faced because that's the way. Tatanka said way the same thing. That's the way Granny likes it. Tatanka said the same thing until he saw the money, Granny. Well, you know what. Nobody's paid me any money, <laughs> and even if they did, Brady, I still probably wouldn't go heel, so, you know. Uh, are you kidding me? I would go heel for a hot dog. Kathy, <laughs> Kathy, well, Kathy wouldn't know because she don't share the hot dogs, but Howard knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> Brady, you would switch in a minute. <laughs> I switch just for the fun of it. <laughs> I've switched more times than Big Show. Right? <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure there were episodes of Raw where he switched three times. <laughs> oh, great. It was good to hear Chaz. It was good to hear Chaz on the program. I, I, have, yeah. I need to give him a call. I haven't talked to Chaz in a long time. I need to give him a call. So. Okay. I'm glad to hear well, that you know, Stroh's he... doing better. I'm glad to hear that Stroh's doing yeah. better too. So. Yeah, I am too. That was like that was probably one of the best calls I could have gotten on Saturday, really, because like it felt like this weight just lifted when I saw his name on the caller ID. You know what I mean? And yeah. it was like that brief second, like, oh God, did something happen? And somebody's calling me from his phone. But uh, you know, when I heard his voice, I was like, all right, it's going to be okay. You know, it's going to take a little bit, but it's going to be okay. I, I expect yeah. we'll uh, we'll have him back on the network at some point. Just continue. I don't want to say soon, friend. Yep, yep. We all miss him. We all miss him. Yeah, I'm glad to hear that he's eating regular food. That's always good. Um, you know that he's able to walk a little bit. That's always good. And he's getting uh, equipment mo- removed from him every day. It sounds like so. That's a good. Those thing. are all good signs. Very good sites. Yeah. So, how was your show this past Saturday? It was good. It was, I mean, you know, it was a decent crowd. And, you know, of course, they had some wrestlers that, you know, at the pretty much at the last minute called 
and said, oh, we can't be there. We took another booking, blah, 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 you know, and it's yeah. um, you know, some of those people I'm glad were not there. There was a couple, there was one person in particular that I'm glad was not there because I really don't care for him anyways. He's kind of a jerk. Okay. So I'm glad he, he wasn't there anyways, but. You know, I mean, it was kind a good show. Like hit him with and, a chair. Um, I got you. Yeah. I wouldn't hit. I, hey, I don't hit anybody with a chair. <laughs> Even if I you don't like love him. him. That, no, oh. this one particular guy, I do not like. He, he's his attitude, especially about himself. He thinks he's like the top guy. You know, the top person. He doesn't think that he can do no wrong, and he just brags about himself and he's just obnoxious and I just I've never really cared for the guy as long as I've known him I just I don't like him I don't like him he's just kind of he's got an attitude problem you know I mean it's all about he makes everything all about him you know and I'm sorry I just you know I don't need to apologize it's okay you don't have to like um, everybody. It's all good. No, I, I Where's mean, that I, I that you like I, us enough to call in? Well, I don't call in all the time, but, you know, I do try to call in once <laughs> in a while. You don't like me all the time. <laughs> no, no, Brady. No, Brady, no, stop. I mean, I just, you know, like I said, I've had a lot going on, you know, and now that things are getting kind of halfway you, back to normal, you know, things are a little uh, bit better, and, you know, so... It just, At least it's not like where it was three years ago, you know? Like, it, it's nice to be able to go to a show if we want to go to a show. Yeah. Or, like, to be able to go out yeah. if we need to go out, or, you know? Yeah, yeah, true, very yeah. true. It's very, very so, true. true. So I, count I, got, my I got a question for you. I, yeah. I got a question for Brandy because inquiring minds want to know. How did your date with Bobby Fulton go? Did that ever come come about? Okay, well, first of all, Howard, it was not going to be a date. <laughs> Unfortunately, at the, that particular show, Bobby could not make the show because the airline screwed a... up his flight. They put oh. him on a standby flight, and he would not have made it into XNA until 1130 that night, which would have been, I mean, Bobby, God love him, he called me that morning of the show at 3.30 in the morning from Ohio and told me he wasn't going to be able to make it. He's like, you up? He texted you. He's like, you up? No, he called me on my phone. 3.30 in the morning? He called. At 3.30 my time in the morning, yes. He was was at the airport, and he apologized, you know, and I got a hold of the the promoter and told them what was going on, and they have actually rescheduled Bobby Fulton, and we are going to have Ron Simmons at that same show July 1st, because we are inducting four people into the Down South Championship Wrestling Hall of Fame. We're going to have Bobby Fulton, Tommy mm-hmm. Rogers, if he doesn't stand Ron you up again. Simmons. Right, right. I was going to say, is this how guys do it now? They stand you up and claim that it was the airline's fault? 
I didn't get stood up, Howard, okay? <laughs> I did not get stood up. Oh, that's, that's not even funny. That's not even funny. Yeah, Kathy, they... The world's loneliest yeah, picnic. When, <laughs> well, they were they were really teasing me that night, Kathy, about when saying that I was going to be going down on a date with Bobby Fulton, and they, that was not true at all. Why not? No. Go for it. Yeah. <laughs> well, for, first of I mean, all, I'm at three thirty in the morning. I'm married, okay. <laughs> first of all, I am very happily married, and I would not cheat on my husband, okay? You know. So. <laughs> what if it was both the Fantastics? Out. But 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 seriously, Bobby and Ron are going to be at our July first show at Down South Championship Wrestling. So, Ron's a great guy. I've known him for years. Yes, he is. I've met him on two or three different occasions, and he is an awesome, awesome person. So, oh, Ron's incredible. When you see him, please yeah, tell my said hi. I will. I will. I will. I sure will. So, you know, he was checking out Kathy one time. It was the first time he said, "Damn." True story. He was like, damn. <laughs> Brady. So help me. Next time I see you, I am smacking you. Kathy, smacking once for me to me, would you? <laughs> see what you get, Brady. See what you get for being so honorary. Uh, uh, I've never been called honorary before. That's pretty cool. Well, you are honorary. You're mischievous. Thank you. Thank You're you. welcome. He's a jackass. How is the new puppy? How is the new puppy anyway, Brady? How is your new she's puppy great. anyway? She's she's great. Like I said, we're just having a test of wills because neither my wife or I want to get up to use the bathroom in the middle of the night. Because then the dog will have to get walked. If we stay in bed and sleep, then she'll sleep through the night. But if we get up, she'll want to get up. So we're holding it in all night, and it's been painful. <laughs> Brady, you and may I just have to... to get up in the middle. You may just have to get up in the middle of the night <laughs> to do your thing, and then take the puppy I... out and let her do her yeah, thing, and then everybody and I can go a back little to sleep. Grass. And I bought a little grass pad for the porch, so we've trained her to use that when it rains. So I really should make that her middle-of-the-night destination. Mm -hmm. Brady, there's a thing called yeah. puppy pad. Mm-hmm. I know, but, but uh, we were told not to do that because then, like, the puppy gets confused about being able to go inside versus outside. No. If the puppy goes the on the puppy us. pad, put it outside. In the, like mm -hmm. in the one area you want her to go in. Yeah. And she'll get used to it. Well, I put the pad underneath the grass. That's how I trained her to use the grass. Okay. So I, I think it's working. I don't know. Um, so that's, yeah, I mean, that's where we are. She's been great, though. She's uh, she's a sweetheart. So, yeah. I might have a kid well, in the but she's a sweetheart. <laughs> I'm only kidding. I don't. I don't have a kidney infection. I'm only kidding. I mean, if anybody's honestly, interested yeah. in a uh, kitten, let me know. Okay. And a kitten. I'd love to bring a cat into the house. The dog needs something to chase. I can't keep up. Brady, I will hurt you. You know, we my, my, did a, 
my cat had kittens the other day. Aw. Oh, that's nice. That's nice. Not really. They had them on my bed. Oh. <laughs> uh, well, we had, I mean, we've been using, um, like, baby gates to keep the dog in certain areas, you know, because she's still a puppy. And, like, you know, we want to be able yeah. to at least somewhat watch what she's up to. So last night, you know, I was in bed. Kelly was uh, in the bathroom down the hall. And um, the dog was in the bed with me, and she got out and left. And um, Kelly, you know, like I said, she came out of the bathroom, and uh, she's like, where's the dog? And I'm like, I think she's in the crate. Like, I looked in the crate that that the, the, the she loves to, like, burrow under blankets. So the blankets were stacked, like, yay high. And I was like, yeah, she's she's in the crate. So we put up the uh, the baby gate to keep her in the bedroom in just a small part of the hallway. What we didn't realize was that Puppy was not, in fact, in the crate. She was in my office. Oh, no. Where she proceeded to, where she spent the night. She had access to downstairs. Uh, she, uh, you know, she, she moved her bed all around. She moved the pillows on my bed all around. Because I, I have the guest bed in my office here. So she proceeded to uh, to make use of her bed and that bed. And she was good. She didn't pee. So that, to me, that's one in her column, you know. That means I can get up and pee, and I can ignore her when she's, like, wanting to get up at 6 in the morning. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Uh, well, Granny, it's great to talk to you. It's great talking to all of you, too. So you all take care. and Yeah. Tell Bobby we said hi. Oh, I will. I will. Okay. Um, and, and I'll tell Ron that you all said hello too. So yeah, so, please do. Well, please so. do. Now, does Ron text you at three thirty in the morning? <laughs> Ron does not have my phone well, number. Unless you want to stand her up for a date. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not happen either, Howard. No, the only reason why Bobby called me, I mean, because he did have my phone number, because I was supposed to pick him up at the airport for the show. And then his yeah. flight got screwed up by Delta. They were they were gonna send him to Atlanta, flying from Ohio to Atlanta, and then Atlanta to X and A. But he wasn't gonna get in until eleven thirty at night. Got and it. that wouldn't have worked because the show would have been over by then. So, but mm-hmm. that was the night that Granny got to walk to the ring. <laughs> And tell crybaby Bobby Burns what I really thought of him, and that I okay. was in charge that night. Because see, Bobby Fulton is like our general manager now for DCW, so he's okay. going to be in charge, and he's bringing Law and Order back to DCW because Bobby Burns and his Texas Outlaws are trying to run DCW, and they like to cheat. So Bobby is bringing Law and Order back to BCW, and I got to inform the fans why Bobby couldn't be there that night. And then I got to mm-hmm. inform Bobby Burns that Granny was in charge and that I was going to be taking notes that night of what took place at the matches. So Granny got to so so be – I was the interim general manager that night for that show. Now, when Bobby comes out, then he'll be the daddy. For the show, I'll be the daddy of the show. He's just going <laughs> to be the general manager of the show. They're not going to call so. him daddy. 
No, they're not going to call him daddy. <laughs> all right, all right. I'm guys are mean. You're mean, Brady. You are mean, 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 mean. I'm not mean. I'm not being yes, mean. Yes, you are. You're mean. I'm just there. I'm, I'm just a very curious no, person. No, pain in the ass, Dick Gurney. <laughs> <laughs> that too. That too. Love you, Granny. I love you we'll all too. You. you all have a good week. <laughs> bye bye. <laughs> I still say Bobby Fulton wanted more if he's calling at three thirty in the morning. I don't. I don't. More. You sound suspicious. I'm. I'm only playing Granny. I, I don't think you wanted more. <laughs> uh, he might have, but I'm just saying if if I call you at three thirty in the morning, there better be a damn good reason for it. So. Anyway. You call me at three thirty in the morning, you're dead. <laughs> That's why I just send you the text, Kathy. You up? <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm only playing nine one four three three eight eighteen. I really am. I really am a jackass. <laughs> uh, any more thoughts from the Iron Sheik? I I feel like we're almost done for tonight. You know, I, my I think my my first like real memory, and, and I I don't want to sound like I you know undermining his career by any means, but you know that there was a WrestleMania one where they they beat Rotundo and Wyndham, um, him and Volkov for the tag team championship. That just I mean that. As, as a fan, that, you know that broke my heart. Like, how <laughs> how can that be, man? How come on? These are these are American boys. How are these two goofs going to, you know, take out, you know, what everything? But you know, again, from a wrestling fan's perspective, all, for all the United States stood for, and you know, yeah. and, you, and you watch it again, and just how you know how great it was, and you know, all four of them guys, you know, are real legends in their own right, and. You know just how well they they played and you know played it up and you know how in the into it the crowd was and it was just just a great match it really was. Yeah, I'll have to go back and watch it. I I, I did watch it a couple months ago. Um, you know, just kind of rewatching WrestleMania one before the current WrestleMania for this year. Uh, so I, I, you know, and again, it always struck me as a very good match, but I, I am going to go back and kind of watch it again. Um, I had such an appreciation from when I was young of the bad guys, you know, like I, I, I just, I loved when Andre the Giant ripped Hulk Hogan's chain and made him bleed. I loved when Earthquake sat on Hulk Hogan and I loved everything that I, I, the Iron Sheik did. I, I just... Like to me, he was gold. Um, I, I I guess I could just appreciate somebody that had enough conviction to stand up for what they think and not worry what the fans thought. <laughs> yeah, especially now that we, you know we we have the the you know the tales of the territory and all that, and really what these oh, guys yeah. went through getting to and from the ring. You know, you know we hear about you know the Midnight Express and the the stuff that they went through, but I can't imagine the the torment and the torture the Iron Sheik went through getting to and from the ring being so anti-American. Right. Right. Just imagine, like, you know, you hear the stories, like, uh, 
like the like they mentioned it in the South with like Jerry Lawler, like the the fan that like slits all your tires or, or like you know you see them with the brick. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? The fan, the fan with Jerry Lawler. Lawler's like, if you throw that brick at my car, I'm gonna run you over. Fan threw the brick, <laughs> smashed his windshield. Lawler gets in the car, goes to run him over, and all four tires are slashed. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's not funny, but it's hilarious. It's, it's hilarious. <laughs> I, 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 I get so jealous. Kathy, I've said this so many times on the show, and it's how I really feel. Um, I wish to God that, like, I could have come up and contributed in the wrestling business in the 80s when kayfabe was still alive. Because I think I would have so much fun with a wink and a nod being part of the show, as opposed to everyone kind of knowing everything now as it is now. It's not as much fun. You know, I I wish I could have like <laughs> dealt with fans like that, and like I don't know, just it just it just would have been so cool to be part of that fraternity. I um, that that is one huge regret that I probably came along, um, probably about a a decade too late. Had I had I been born in the '60s instead of the '70s. I might have had an opportunity on some independent level to do stuff like that and and actually be inve- have the fans be like truly invested. It's a regret that I have. Yeah. But you know, you, you'll be regretted, but you know, we can always work ahead yeah, yeah. and try to do something. And, and I've, well, and I've said that, I mean, on this podcast and on Thursdays, I don't think there's a better wrestling period than probably late 84 to maybe 91, 92 when, you know, as kayfabe was disappearing in the in the late 80s, early 90s with the advent of the internet and everything, but just that time period, that 10 years, give or take 8 years, was some of the yeah. best, at least in my time. Oh my you know, god, yeah. Seeing wrestling with the two promotions, you know, the and them trying to go head-to-head and, you know, the AWA still yeah. kind of hanging... And, and the know, territories, and, and yeah, and Pro Wrestling Illustrated, and it was just like, yeah, everything was just so good. Yeah, I, I, I and, and that like was the only answer me. I've been, yeah, yeah, I know, and like the only answer I've been able to come up with is like, I think if you're good enough at what you do, you can make the fans suspend disbelief long enough to enjoy the show. Like, I'll, I'll go to a wrestling show. Like, I, yeah, that's, and that's how you can tell who's really good, you know, because they're the ones that can do it. You know, like on the independent circuit, I look at, for example, a Joey Ace, who can go out there, and the fans don't seem bothered whether he's a good guy or a bad guy this week. They're invested in what he's doing. And I know there are so many other wrestlers out there that are like that. Um so I, I think that's the key. But, like, Howard, I took my dad to a wrestling show when I first started writing for Pro Wrestling Illustrated, and I had to, like – it was one of Steve Carino's World One shows early on. And um, my dad was still invested. I don't think the fake word even entered his thought process. 
you know, it was like he was at the Flyers game. He was so excited to be there and so invested in every match and booing the bad guys and cheering the good guys and um, what do you think is going to happen and how could he do that? And, not, and I'm thinking like and, – and, and when I, and I'm writing – like I said, I'm just starting with Pro Wrestling Illustrated at the time. And in my head I'm thinking, you know, like this wrestling journalism thing is going to be okay. Because like there are always going to be people like my dad or like Rat Boy. Or like Granny, right? Or Malcolm, or whoever. There's always going to be fans. Yeah, there are going to be snarks, but there are always going to be fans that are invested. And that's like the little bit of solace that I've been able to take in all this. You know, just people bought into the Iron Sheik, and they'll continue <laughs> to buy into talent as long as they're good. Right, and, and and I think that's part of MJF's success is. You know yes. his, his gimmick, and he and he 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 definitely is a throwback. He he goes back to those days, the eighty five, eighty six. He could have wrestled, you know, in in that era, you know, w- with these guys, with you know, Magnetian, Dusty, and 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 Steamboat, and all them guys. And because he does yes. suspend, you know, your your the disbelief, and you know. Um, as you know, we we mentioned it on our show on Thursday that you know um, there's a lot of things that will always remain. You know, there'll always be a Santa Claus, there'll always be an Easter Bunny, and there'll always be pro wrestling somewhere. You know, um, yeah, and you, there'll yeah. always be fans that that will be be into it, and you know th- those die-hard fans, and that's what keeps the business alive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now you're right. And, uh, you know, when I look at somebody like MJF, I think, like, and, and believe me, like, I'm I'm as in tune with all this as anybody else, but, like, all that stuff, that whole show, that, that what they're doing, that, that, that's fake. That's a performance, you know. But MJF, what he's saying is what he really thinks. He's about as real as it's going to get for most fans. And that's yeah, why they're yeah, invested absolutely. in him because it's real, right? You know, remember, you know, remember but, 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 last year when he got suspended because like yeah, he, he no showed yeah. a thing and he went away for three months. He was like the most talked about thing in the industry, and he wasn't even in it. <laughs> you know, right. you know, wasn't you know quote unquote in it. You know, yeah, and and just you know when when TMZ leaked that video of, of him, you know, getting into the elevator, and he, you know, he told the fans, you know, don't, don't come in here with me. You know, don't, yeah. because <laughs> you don't get autographs from bad guys. And then when he was on the episode of Impractical Jokers, he was MJF. You know, he was just yeah. arrogant, and he never dropped the gimmick. And 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 my hat's off to him, because he, he loves the business, He's a young kid. You would think the younger guys don't get it, but this guy gets it, and he's going to be around a long, long time because he gets it. Yeah. I just wish more people got it, but yeah. I think we'll get there. You know, it gives me faith that, like, things can get better. So I, I, I'm I, okay with that. <coughs> I apologize. <coughs> I apologize about that. Uh, Howard, so... WCW Retro this Thursday, if you could just uh, kind of remind people 
about what you guys are going to be talking about while I uh, clear my throat there. Yeah, excuse yeah. me. Yeah, definitely this Thursday, you know, 9 p.m., WCW Retros. We continue to fill in for Stro. Um, it continues to get better. Um, we are be talking about those that, you know, should have been champions um, and, you know, those that maybe shouldn't have been champions, those that had the title, maybe just didn't deserve it or just didn't do the title justice. And whatever other topics may come up, but are, we have the should and shouldn't have of world title picture, I guess I'll say. I love it. And, of course, uh, don't forget to check out all the great content on VOCNation.com. Be on the lookout for new content. We're going to start adding it over time. Uh, Great features from the past as well as uh, some new shows as well. Uh, From my end, ECWA's next show is September 16th. It's ECWA Night of Unusual Matches. Travis Lee defending the world, defending the ECWA heavyweight title against Mishir Ulala, plus lots of other great action, and the Hall of Fame induction of myself and uh, I believe another candidate as well. So be sure to check that out. Tickets and information, ECWAWrestling.com. And if you can't make these shows, don't forget that ECWA content is always available on the premier streaming network. So subscribe to that and you'll be able to follow along at home. But that's, uh, that's going to do it for this week. Uh, thank you to everybody for checking us out. Thank you to the callers. Thank you to the best crew I could ever ask for. It's uh, wonderful how supportive everybody is. Uh, please continue to say prayers for the Stro as he continues his recovery. And uh, that's, that's, yeah, that's it. That's it. Everybody take care. Be good to each other. Be safe. Love you all very much. And we'll talk real soon. Bye-bye.